Hello and welcome back to the Mike Meets London Tastemakers podcast. In this episode, I chat to JC, also known as Cupcake Girl, about her years of making sweet treats with Filipino flavours, and her latest venture, Ligaya Bakery. As this episode was recorded in the past, the new Ligaya store is now open in Tooting Broadway, so you should definitely go and check it out if you can. We talk about some of the philosophy behind the brand and their service principles, as well as what it's like catering to a sceptical Filipino audience as well as an audience to whom these flavours are entirely new. Apologies for the buzzing sounds in a few places throughout this episode. I'll get the sound perfect soon, I promise. Enjoy. So I'm here with JC, aka Cupcake Girl London, <laughs> um, and owner of Ligaya Bakery. Why don't you start us off by giving us a kind of yeah elevator pitch for what Ligaya is? Yeah, definitely. So... Ligaya is about bringing a taste of home, or for those not from the Philippines, a taste of Philippines by reinventing kind of classic um, desserts and incorporating Filipino flavours. So you'll find Filipino flavoured bubble tea, mm. cupcakes and other desserts at Ligaya. Amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a very good elevator pitch. Like you can fit it in between like ground and I seventh. Know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so sort of winding things back a bit do you have like a particular sort of history of food or like any formative memories that kind of led to you like getting into the business I suppose? yeah well I think food and business has just run in my family when I was yeah. still living in the Philippines my dad actually used to have a bakery oh cool so it's very kind of fond memories of waking up really early before <laughs> I go to to nursery and just smelling fresh right, bread right. Um, and like that side of my family like my aunt bakes but I was not actually taught how to bake okay, I learned that right. by myself um, and I've always like Filipinos have sweet tooth in general we love desserts <laughs> we love food um, and just growing up and culturally that was always such a big element so right, right. I just kind of bounced off that and started baking and then turned the baking into a business so here we yeah. are so yeah, you had Cupcake Girl London was like your kind of business prior to the guy, yeah? Was that like your first step into the kind of hospitality space or were you doing stuff before that as well? Um, I think that was kind of the first step. So Cupcake Girl, I started baking when I was 15, mm. 16 and then turned it into a business when I was around 17, 18. Uh-huh. Um, and then working in the hospitality sort of just happened when right. I was in university I kind of had to work part-time since sure. I moved out needed to pay rent <laughs> um, and I started off waitressing at it was the Institute of Directors which is like a members right. club kind of co-working space and I was in the tea room so oh. it'd be really interesting to watch all the chefs yeah, yeah. do all the pastries and serving up the teas and coffees um, and then I then started working for Mamasons but more on the office side and then managing ramen ramen so Mm. that was kind of the journey in hospitality but it's always been the start was cupcake girl doing home-based baking and then deliveries and sometimes events so that's that's the journey (laughs) amazing and so was ligaya kind of a natural evolution of that like had you always wanted to kind of branch out into sort of your more a p- more permanent I guess space or? yeah no I've always wanted to like open up my own kind of shop coffee mm. house to set to set <laughs> place um, and Ligaya was a rebrand decision I made mm. during the pandemic at, at that time it was getting busier for me because surprisingly more people actually ordered during the pandemic because they couldn't see their loved ones so what they did was order and then get it sent to them right right so it was busy on the business side and then I was still 
kind of contemplating kind of cupcake art is great like people knew me for mm. years as that sure. but it just needed a little bit more kind of to mature right, because right. <laughs> I had been cupcake art for years and um, yeah I just wanted to take uh, a different direction to the yeah. brand so then I rebranded last year um, and I incorporated the business and then um, when I moved back to Southwest London, I took on a business partner and we opened up the pop-up mm. in Broadway Market. Yeah, and so yeah. How, how have you found being in a, a market versus, yeah, I guess, previous like delivery and events and that kind of stuff? It's a totally different mm. experience, um, primarily because now we have a team, it's on the management side, it's a different experience, right, but right. also it's been really nice being like, in a physical space because customers that you normally wouldn't get kind of ordering for delivery you see on a day-to-day basis Um, and it's been really nice having kind of the local community then recognize us and come back Mm. and say oh we come here like every week to get our bubble tea or cupcake (laughs) fix Um, so there's definitely a lot more community when you Mm. have your own physical space compared to if you were just doing made-to-order deliveries Yeah. yeah that's really cool and so how would you describe the way that kind of the guy would stand out from the rest of the kind of dessert shops bubble tea kind of like scene like what's your i guess selling point (laughs) um i think we definitely have a huge focus on making sure that it does bring a taste of philippines but Mm. a very authentic taste even though it's not um you know the traditional filipino desserts that we're we're currently serving What we really like to hear the most is when people say it does taste like home, it brings back those memories when they were younger or when they were in Philippines. And it's so easy with desserts to be like, oh, I want to do all of it. (laughs) But I think refining it to just doing Filipino flavors is Mm. what makes us different because then we can focus on making sure that we are making um, the right decisions with taste and we can spend a bit more time refining those yeah. instead of trying to do everything but it's kind of subpar <laughs> right right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no there's, there's a lot of concepts out there that probably go down that route yeah. <laughs> think, so. oh very cool um so i think you touched on it a bit there um but like how did you find i guess navigating the business and i think it's the rebrand and everything during the pandemic like how did that impact what you were doing and how has it been kind of now we're coming out of it a bit yeah um it was challenging Mm. we had some very challenging months but it really forced us to be a bit more creative especially Mm. with our marketing um and how kind of we did customer service um for us so if you don't know already ligaya means it's a tagalog word for joy happiness and when we conceptualized the pop-up and even the brand i always said i want to make sure that the Ligaya mm. is throughout the whole business so right, right. I want to make sure every time a customer comes to our store that they get that experience and they actually associate that feeling to the service so right. we made sure that even though there were times where we weren't getting as many customers as we had hoped for because it's pandemic and sure. that was you know that's the norm um, and we made sure that there was a focus on making sure that each time that they came they would have a good experience right. and make sure they come back um, oh, and it's so far so good <laughs> it's worked um, so yeah it was definitely a very challenging time mm. but I'm so glad we did it because now I feel like we're prepared right. to open up another space right, right. and our staff who are amazing have had kind of the experience and they've had kind of the, the teething time to mm. work out 
um, any sort of operational issues, and now we're ready to take on, right, right. take on as things come back to normal, take <laughs> on a take on a better space. Yeah. yeah. So tell us about the new space. Yeah, you've got something new opening up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. So we've actually um, took on a project to open up a shop. Mm. Still in Tooting Broadway, we want that to be our home base because um, I grew up in Tooting Broadway, my right. business partner also grew up in Tooting Broadway and our, most of our family in there, family and friends and it's just a really good space mm. to be because the market there is great, it's full of um, lots of Filipinos because mm. it's next to a hospital, <laughs> um, lots of students and it's a very up and coming space. Right, right. It's uh, been pegged as like the new Camden, oh, or the wow. both markets, so it's a place to be. Yeah. Um, and it's been really exciting kind of being able to say, okay, we can buy this machinery and design it this way, because mm. we never really got a chance to do that with sure, a pop-up, yeah, because yeah. we were sharing the space. So yeah, it's a completely new experience, mm. and we're very excited. Um, and hope that everyone kind of is excited <laughs> to see it too. <laughs> oh, definitely. Well, I, I can speak for myself, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so will you be bringing, yeah, I guess, like new stuff to the table in that new space, like new menu items and things? Yes. So now we have more space, we can actually bring in some more um, products. Mm. So sneak peek, we are looking to start doing some soft serve. Oh, amazing. And some special kind of pocket pies, we call oh, them. Oh, okay, right. Um, inspired by Jollibee in Philippines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some other dessert items, which are quite different to right. what you'll see in traditional Filipino desserts, oh. um, but still bringing those those classic Filipino sure, flavors right. across, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to <laughs> trying it all out. Yeah, sounds great. So, I mean, apart from the new space, obviously, which I assume is like consuming a lot of your time right now, do you have any other sort of grand plans for the future or anything in the works? Well, our plan is we want to have a Ligaya store on each corner of London. So, okay, right. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with south um, and then north, west, and east. And then we want to do a couple of countryside. Um, okay. places so it's definitely not just like a lifestyle business where you just want to have one branch right, you do right. want to expand it mm. to the extent where it's more available for people because what we found is a lot of people who don't live in London really want to try the products right. but yeah. it's too far away <laughs> sure. yeah. so we want to bring it to them yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. yeah that's the plan mm. is that going to be a kind of franchisey type model or you want to sort of expand yourself um, we we, we do want to do it organically, but mm. we do see the benefit of franchising. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes and kind of at what stage we're at in terms of being able to actually franchise the operations. Yeah. But we'll see what the future brings. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, everything's a bit uncertain at the moment. Isn't <laughs> yeah, it? so definitely. But we have had a lot of interest actually in franchising. Okay, right. Even though we've only... We've only been operating the pop-up mm. for less than a year. Yeah, so well, it's it speaks really to good. the quality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very good news for us. So, yeah, we're excited for the future. Amazing, very cool. And so, I guess getting a bit more specific, are there, from the menu and the things that you've done so far, like, is there anything, like, that you would call out as kind of your favourite thing that you, you produce or or maybe just, like, comfort food that you snack on in the yeah oh that's a hard one because <laughs> it's like they're all your babies it's yeah, like picking yeah. your favorite child um i guess if i had to pick like one cupcake and then one bubble tea mm. my go-to cupcake would actually be the turan cupcake right right which is an acquired taste mm. because um so turan traditionally is a 
dessert spring roll and it contains plantain, sometimes jackfruit, and then it's um, cooked in brown sugar so it's got a caramelized, it's nice and crunchy. So I turned that into a cupcake form. So it, it's a vanilla sponge with a brown sugar icing and then it has jackfruit in the middle and then uh, caramelized plantain mm. and a spring roll shard. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like it because I like to have sort of different textures in my food. Mm-hmm. So it just works really well for me. But I know some people I'm not a fan of jackfruit or they find that right, right. the flavors are a bit confusing or unfamiliar. So um, I think it's definitely an acquired taste, but mm. it's one of my favorites. <laughs> and if you're adventurous, definitely give it a try yeah no i definitely agree with that i think <laughs> i think yeah i had, had it in the last batch of cupcakes that we had and yeah that was a the new favorite for me as well I think, yeah. So, yeah um and then bubble tea i have two so yeah. i i really <laughs> love our tahoe bubble tea which mm. is the lumaiwai bubble tea um so that's a silken tofu with brown sugar and then um, it has the normal tapioca but also the mini right, mini right. sago tapioca and taho actually is a traditional breakfast okay, food. Yeah. It's very, very high sugar, but for <laughs> some reason we love to have it I mean, in the morning, nice and warm. I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what we love about it is it's actually like having a meal by itself because mm. you, you can have a whole bottle of the taho bubble tea and you'll be full. Right, right. Um, but it's great because people are like it actually tastes like the real thing in philippines mm. even though it's we don't make it the exact same way yeah. um and we've made it a sort more of a drink um but it's still actually the taste comes across and that's one of my favorites but like i said i can only have it by itself right, because right. it is very filling and then if i had to choose if i really really had to choose one bubble tea it would probably be the um calamansi bubble tea mm, right right so the kalig fruit tea it's very citrusy, so calamansi is a citrus fruit in mm. the Philippines. Sort of in between a lime and an orange. Mm. Um, and it's very refreshing, so yeah. perfect for a nice hot day. Um, so I would definitely recommend, but it's more so for people who do like citrus. Mm. Um, if you don't, then go, go for a different fruit tea. Sure, but yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Very nice, very nice. Good to get the inside there. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you mentioned they're kind of like, yeah, making the taho like maybe slightly differently to how people would expect and you mentioned yeah maybe doing slightly non-traditional or unconventional things with the filipino flavors like mm-hmm. what's been the response to that i guess from the filipino community that's coming to like enjoy your stuff you know what i think at first they are a bit hesitant because um they like the familiarity of you know how it's traditionally sure, made yeah. but then they're pleasantly surprised because they still get all those flavors but in a different form Um, and it's really nice kind of proving them wrong that you know you don't just have to make it one way you can actually still enjoy that dessert in a different form Um, and that's kind of one of the things we really enjoy seeing their reaction because they think oh it's not going to be as nice as how I would make it at home Um, which you'll find actually in Filipino cuisine, most people would rather just cook it at right, home right. rather than dine out at a Filipino restaurant. Sure. So yeah, it's been really fun having like the feedback from everyone, mm. and we do uh, whether they think um, you know it could have some improvement or actually it's perfect for them. It's been really good just hearing back because we really value, especially from the Filipino community, what they think yeah, of yeah. the flavors because we are trying to keep it as authentic as possible. Mm. Um, but in a more familiar way for non-Filipinos. So we actually are able to create that awareness around Filipino food and flavors. 
uh, without kind of making it too different. Mm. Um, and then that kind of discourages people who are not familiar with Filipino foods. Right, right. So that's kind of the aim and the reason why we do it in that way. Sure. And yeah. have those products. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Um, so, like, moving away from Ligaya stuff for a moment, like, when you go out hit the town looking for food, like, do you have any favourites that you, you go back to? Oh, I do love a good steak. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so, if I was to choose, I'd probably go for... I think if it was a casual dining setting, mm. flat iron is one okay, of my favourites. Yeah. It's just very easy to go and have a meal. There's not too many decisions need mm. to be made because the, <laughs> the menu is kind of very simple, yeah, but they yeah. do one thing very, very well. So I'll get a flat iron steak and some sides, and I do enjoy their good um, salted caramel ice oh, cream. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I was going fancy, I'd go to Hawksmoor, I think, but, for a yeah. good steak. Yeah, I do love cheeky steak. <laughs> it's not not so cheeky when you're in Hawksmoor. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Um, any? Maybe that's uh, giving too much airtime to your competitors. But do you have any other like favorite bubble teas or things around town? Oh, I do. I do love um, the alley. Right. Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. I like how they they have like um like the creme brulee, mm. and they use I think they use fresh milk in their yeah. in their bubble teas which not a lot of bubble tea places do. Same with Bichu, actually. Mm. It makes the bubble tea taste different. Yeah. Um, but that's what I mean. You can go to a different bubble tea place and each time, if, even if it's like, you know, brown sugar bubble tea, yeah. each place will have a different variation. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Definitely so, a range of good to bad as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I will always go and have bubble tea in Chinatown. Yeah. Um, the main reason why we bought bubble tea to Ligaya's product range is because in southwest London we really struggle to find right, good yeah. bubble tea so we were like we're just going to make it ourselves <laughs> <laughs> fair enough yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense yeah. yeah but we still appreciate really good bubble tea and um, I think a big reason why we did bubble tea was because we we loved being able to go into the city into central London and having sure. having it around us yeah makes sense cool um, so like the other kind of tricky question that I've been asking people is like what do you think it's going to be the next kind of big food trends to hit the London scene. Like, what are we going to be seeing more of in the next kind of months and years? Ooh, that is a very tricky question. <laughs> I feel like dessert is still up and coming. Mm. There's still a lot of um, specialist dessert places that are opening up. Mm. And I think, like, um, a soft serve float okay, right. is something that's kind of up and coming. It's an American thing. Yeah. Um, but I've been seeing it a lot where they have like a drink and then soft serve on top. Right, right, right. So whether it be a, you know, a Coke or a fizzy drink or a, sure. a soft drink or a bubble tea and then you'll see soft serve on top, um, which wasn't a thing before, but I think yeah. it's coming, coming to life now. <laughs> and I also think uh, Filipino food is up mm. and coming. Yeah. There's a lot more Filipino food spots opening up um, in more central places. Yeah, so. Yeah. I know there's one, there's a pop-up in Selfridges and there's even in Seven Dials. Um, so I think that's up and coming. There's still a lot more progress to go. Sure. But yeah, I can see it happening very yeah. slowly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely come on in leaps and bounds. Like even since like I moved to London, like however many years ago, like previously it wasn't really anything that was talked about by people. But yeah. now like, yeah, even though there might not be like, as you say, the volume of places quite yet, but like, mm. 
that replaces that get people really talking about Filipino food, which is yeah, really cool. definitely. I think it's just those one or two places where you'll see it and it'll make make you think and research what Filipino food mm-hmm. is. It's a really great start because yeah. we never had that before, so. Um, it's really exciting to see, and I'm so glad to be part of that movement yeah, um, with Ligaya. So, definitely exciting times for the Filipino food scene. Awesome, awesome. Oh, well, I can talk about how Cupcake Girl became a thing. Oh, yeah. Because sure. that's actually a very funny story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, go for it. So, um, I didn't actually choose the name Cupcake Girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was something that a lot of people started calling me. And I kind of just went with it. (laughs) So um, I started baking very early on and I started kind of my baking accounts Mm. very early on. So on Instagram, before all these cupcakes and bake places came about, I was like already there in terms of cupcake girl kind of was was already there when Instagram started. (laughs) So yeah, very, very, very early on. And... I used to um, sell my cupcakes at a Filipino festival okay, in yeah. London and we do it every year so we'd be there every year and people who I had just seen once a year at those festivals oh, would know right. me as Cupcake Girl because I would okay. be walking around with a box of cupcakes <laughs> trying to cupcakes sell them. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, so then at the time it was sort of like a hobby sort of um, thing I, I would do and then what really kind of hit the nail on the head and I was like okay I really just need to call the business Cupcake Girl. <laughs> I was at someone's 18th birthday on the dance floor of course, yeah. and then some girl <laughs> just looks at me and says hey I know you you're Cupcake Girl <laughs> I was like um yes that's sure. me. You've got the brand <laughs> recognition already. <laughs> this yeah. is my actual name hi. <laughs> but um, I knew from then that I had kind of just being this person for them right, so right. I was like let me just roll with it and I I've been rolling with it for I think, eight years now, right, and then right. I rebranded to Ligaya. So oh, there, you go. there we go. That's the story behind <laughs> Cupcake Girl. The best decisions made on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah, that's great. What, what was the name of the festival? I think I know the one you're talking about. But the, the Filipino Oh, Barrio Fiesta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Have you been? Uh, I haven't. I was going to go, oh, when was it? Not not last year, the year before. <laughs> but yeah, circumstances conspired. Yeah, they, I think they cancelled it the yeah. year before COVID. Um, no, it was really great. That's kind of the thing that we we miss, like, mm. um, now that they haven't done it for, I think, two, three yeah, years. Yeah. But because they haven't done it, these places that were catering at the festivals have their own spots right, now. Right. So, yeah, I think because they didn't have that space then, they've just decided, mm. let's just do it by ourselves, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting, yeah, like, evolution of those businesses. That's very cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well... I think that's all I have to ask you then. <laughs> and uh, we can go and enjoy the lovely rainy weather that we <laughs> see outside the window. Uh, but thanks so much for taking the time to chat to me. And uh, yeah, looking forward to the opening of uh, the new Ligaya site um, on August 9th? 9th for the public, <laughs> yes. Um, so it will be in Tooting Broadway, just, just across Tooting Broadway station, actually, mm. one minute walk. So yeah, August 9th will be opening for the public. There you go. Everyone go check it out. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much again. No problem. uh, Thanks for having me. Cheers. So there you have it. Thanks so much again to JC for taking the time to chat to me. Once again, you can find the Gaia Bakery in their new shop by Tooting Broadway Station and maybe in every other corner of London soon enough too. 
As always, I've dropped their socials in the show notes so you can check them out there. And you can find me on Instagram at Mike Eats London or follow the pod at Mike Meets London. If you enjoyed the episode, please do subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And feel free to drop me an email or a DM with any thoughts you have about the show. See you next time.